Welcome to the Adventist Healthcare and Podcast, where we talk all about all things health-related. I'm Shanna, joined uh, with Nimit today. Hi, Nimit. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Things are going well. It's starting to get to be spring, and the weather's changing, so it feels good. It feels normal a little bit again. It does feel normal. I'm very excited for spring to come finally, and the weather's getting better. Yes. Um, today's my dog's birthday, so I'm very excited about that. Well, he happy turned birthday. five today. Oh, so we're we, we're all dog of, parents, so we love that. <laughs> we get a lot of pupcakes today. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Thank you. That's That, that lifts all of our spirits a I little know. bit. <laughs> dogs fix everything. They do. I agree. They bring smiles to everybody's faces. And if you're a cat person, I have cats too. I have two dogs and two cats. They both bring me joy. So (laughs) today we are joined by Betsy Jenkins. Welcome, Betsy. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Thanks for being here. So Betsy is a wellness consultant at our Aquilino Cancer Center. She's a licensed clinical professional counselor with many years of experience as a wellness program director and counselor working with cancer patients and their families. So we're glad to have you here today. Thank you. So we have a little bit of a tough subject today, maybe for some, it affects people very deeply and that's cancer treatment, specifically the importance of whole person care and what that means. So dealing with a cancer diagnosis is very personal. Everyone deals with it differently. So we're just going to talk a little bit about what whole person care means and the support that is so essential to somebody's cancer journey. Yeah. Thank you, Shauna. I really appreciate that question because that's something that is so important to us at the Aquilino Cancer Center. Mm -hmm. I think you really nailed it when you said each person's experience is very personal to them Mm -hmm. and very different. But I think one thing all cancer patients have in common is that moment when they are diagnosed, their whole world changes. You're in turmoil. Mm -hmm. Your family is in turmoil. And how do you deal with that? How do you support that? And come up with the question, who am I? Mm -hmm. And that's really what whole person care is. It it looks at human beings with cancer and their families is not just a cancer. Right. It's not just physical. Not just physical. It's everything they're facing. Mm -hmm. It's the spiritual, the physical, the mental. And that's really what whole person care is. We see you as a whole person. We see you as a member of a family and we address all the needs that would come up for you as a cancer patient. Well, thank you. Well, that kind of delves a little bit into what the whole person care means. Uh, When we're talking about cancer treatment, are there different elements underneath what that means? Um, That maybe, you know, we said it's not the physical, it's the spiritual. What are the other elements that make up that? I think a lot of times when someone thinks about coming to a cancer center, they think about the physical elements. They think about seeing their oncologist. They think about chemotherapy or radiation or surgery as the treatments to address the cancer itself. But there's a piece that is so much bigger than that, and that's the emotional response as well as the physical aspects that can be cared for through nutrition, through integrative medicine, and the spiritual pieces of who am I and where does what is important to me in the world play a role in my healing. So why is it so important to have that type of whole person care focus when thinking about treatment, not just the physical, but everything else? I think it's because everything is so deeply interrelated Mm -hmm. that our bodies are just not that one place where we might have cancer, but they're a whole system. And we are a whole system of spiritual beings, emotional beings, people who interrelate and love one another. 
I think all this is so important to talk about, right? Especially now, you know, earlier, Shen, I spoke about um, what's what's the new norm looking like, you know, I think um, coming back to the reality and, and getting away from the COVID talk, I think, you know, those cancer patients still were, you know, going through their emotions and the treatments over the past couple of years with the limitations that they had. So I think this, this talk is so important just to like briefly highlight those as well and, and talk to our community, especially informing them about the resources that are available. Yeah, absolutely. These last two years have been incredibly isolating, especially for cancer patients who really have to protect their health because of their immunity challenges. Mm-hmm. And I think that's these last two years, coincidentally, are the times that we have really taken to build up our wellness programs and to do that through telehealth. Yeah. So we have our education programs and our groups through telehealth, our art program, um, which we did a, a writing your legacy um, expressive arts program all through telehealth, but really still deeply connecting people and hearing how important it is to still be with others who really get what you're going through and have a chance to express yourself. It's really amazing how much we relied on those virtual tools and how we still rely on those. And and so it's wonderful to hear that that didn't stop during COVID for, you know, in enhancing these programs, but also encouraging people to take advantage of it too. Yeah, absolutely. And in, in my history, working with cancer patients before COVID, I was working with a couple and the husband wasn't able to come in because of his illness and he just wasn't feeling well. They really wanted that counseling. We didn't have that level of comfort or the ability to do that counseling through mm-hmm. telehealth. So now the fact that we people can come to support groups and be with their people whether they feel up to it or not, whether they can get in the car and drive across town. They can still take advantage of it. That's great. That's wonderful. Can you tell us a little bit about all the programs we have available? You mentioned Writing Your Legacy, which sounds like an amazing opportunity. What are some of the other ones that that we have available? Sure. Well, in the physical... Um, area. We do yoga. Uh, We have two different yoga classes that are combined with meditation or mindfulness. We have a program called Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction, which is an amazing program. It's widely recognized as one of the premier methods of reducing stress. If you were to purchase uh, this class in the public, it would be incredibly expensive. It would be $500 or more. Oh, wow. And it is free. Um, to our cancer patients and their families. And all of our programs are free. All of our programs are free thanks to generous donations and the support of our community. Yes. Um, We have education programs. So we have um, at least 12 educational seminars every year growing to more. So our most recent one was What is Palliative Medicine? Uh, We have one called uh, All About Lymphedema Mm. to help people understand what lymphedema is and how it might be mitigated and what the treatments are. it's sort of something that we don't hear about every day. And I think that's something that we're really able to do well at the Aquilino because we work so closely to our medical teams. One example of that partnership with the medical team is working with our breast surgeons. They came to us a couple months ago and they said, we're seeing a lot of young women with breast cancer. And we know there are support groups in the community for breast patients, but they're mostly older women. And this group of young women has different concerns, career, into intimacy, parenthood, mm-hmm. things like that, that are not comfortably addressed in a, in a wider group. Could we do a support group for young women with breast cancer? So we're really happy to announce that we will be launching that this May. 
Oh, oh that's, that's very that exciting. Is, yeah. Yes. And we're doing that with one of our community partners, which is Hope Connections for Cancer Support. Mm-hmm. So just really happy to be launching that. I think it speaks to, because we have everything under one roof at a place like the Aquilino Cancer Center, it makes it very easy for the doctors and the other healthcare providers and the counselors and all of the services to work together to find these opportunities to address needs that we didn't even know about. I never would have thought, you know, I'm, I'm over 40. And I think to myself, if, if I ever was faced with something like that, I would take advantage of that or wouldn't even think occur to me that, oh, I would have different needs than someone older. Right. right. But I think that raises a good question, right? Like how do, how do people learn or how do people find out about these resources? I mean, you know, we, we live in healthcare and sometimes we don't even know where to look for or how to get those, you know, those information. Right. Well, I can tell you the easy answer which is you can go to our website. All our classes are there. Yeah. But in that moment when you're in shock and your world has been turned upside down, how do you know what you want? So a few ways we deal with that at the Aquilino is each patient fills out a distress screener when they come. So we're screening to see about your mood and how you're feeling. But it also provides a chance to really look at the things that we can do to support you. Nutritional support, free wigs, um, transportation, all the different needs that are now navigation team, our nutritionists, integrative medicine, our counselors, our social workers can do to support you. So what I would say to any cancer patient is don't just talk to your medical team about your medical care. Ask them about what support there is there for the psychosocial needs, either where you're being treated, like at the Aquilino or White Oak or Are you being treated somewhere else, but they can work with community partners? Just speak up because there are a lot of supports out there. And I'm sure um, the families are heavily involved with that support as well. And and they're going through their own emotional turmoil. So what what, what recommendations do you have for the family members who may have their loved one with cancer diagnosis? Yeah, I would say to recognize that that cancer diagnosis is not received just by the individual with the cancer. The whole family receives the diagnosis that uh, a spouse, caregiver, as well as all the children, regardless of age, are impacted by this diagnosis. And there are excellent resources in our community and at the Aquilino for this. All of our programs um, are open to caregivers and family members as well. I was going to ask that: is is could family can family members attend some of these? So yes, they absolutely like can, That's, and they do. Yeah, because their family is an essential part of your care team. Absolutely, just as much as your doctors and nurses. And so, incorporating them into some of yeah. these things is is essential. And it's essential for those caregivers to find their own self-care and their own support. And that's part of everything we do as well. That's great. So you mentioned a couple of the cl- the classes and support groups that we have, you know, that, that helps with nutrition and mindfulness and yoga. An aspect that people don't always think about that is also affects people's stress levels and, and just their health too and, and how they're dealing with it is the financial impact of a cancer diagnosis is, is and can be devastating. And so we even offer classes for, for financial That's Um, exactly right. uh, Education as well. Mm -hmm. As part of our educational series, uh, we offer a class looking at financial questions to help avoid what we call financial toxicity, which often comes with a cancer diagnosis as one or or both people and parents and a family might have to cut down on their work hours. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, of course, more medical bills and other stressors you don't even look at. So being able to stay financially healthy is really important. We offer the financial class. We also have social workers that 
can help you even look at your bills and figure out how to make heads and toes out of EOBs and duplicate billings and yeah. things like that. Yeah, I can't I can't even imagine. You know, we've we said from the very beginning that we wanted this podcast to be uh, to help people understand healthcare because it can be hard and you have a cancer diagnosis and that's just an aspect you don't even want to think about, you know, but then we have the support to help you navigate navigate it, which is so important. Right. And to recognize that it's normal. Yes. There's a lot of power in groups. And when you come to one of your classes, you're with other people experiencing cancer and experiencing all these other aspects of that challenge. Okay. So um, one final question, what about beyond treatment? Are there programs available and around for survivors? You know, it's through my years with Adventist Healthcare and and learning more about cancer and and its journey. It doesn't end just because your treatment ends. You know, you still have stressors, you still have concerns and fears and risks. Are there programs and or words of encouragement or anything like that that we have for our survivors? Well, I'm really glad that you mentioned survivors because certainly the cancer doesn't ex- experience doesn't end when your treatment ends. Mm-hmm. It goes on. Um, one way that a survivor is actually defined is from the moment of diagnosis on. Because oh. at the end of treatment, it's it's not over. And our programs are open to survivors as well. Okay. And we, we very purposefully design programs in areas for newly diagnosed, in treatment, through survivorship, and even with people with advanced cancer. Like these different groups are really where sort of groups of specific needs fall. Mm-hmm. So we make sure that our programs fall across the board to provide that full support. Okay. I don't think having that support groups for each of those different stages is- Different is, support groups, programs, educational yeah. um, things. One other thing I wanted to mention is so important in building these programs is we can do what a cancer center with medical team can do best, but it's also really important that we work with our community partners. So I mentioned sharing support group leadership with Hope Connections, and we also work with an organization called Caring Matters where we share a community resource specialist. And this is something that I've never seen anywhere before. And it's really unique to the Aquilino and White Oak cancer centers. But this community resource specialist can hear about a need with a cancer patient and work with that family and find a unique solution in the community. So either she can bring in volunteers from Caring Matters who come into the home for companionship, for shopping, lighthouse work, things like that, but can also really draw on just amazing resources like finding a, a grant for um, a cancer patient who was a dog breeder who needed to find dog care for all those dogs oh so my. she could get oh, her wow. surgery or a beach home or funds to be able to put in a ramp to enable a husband to get his wife to treatment. Little special things. Um, it's just amazing that things yeah. like that happen. Yeah. It's amazing what we've, what we've been able to build at the Aquilino Cancer yeah. Center. And now that we have the White Oak Cancer Center, which is newly open, you know, these same resources are available there as well. Well, Betsy, thank you so much for sharing this, this important information with us today. Is there anything you want to add that you don't think we, we mentioned? I guess the one plug I would put in mm-hmm. is uh, this month is National Healthcare Decisions Day month. Okay. So it's a time for people to look at advanced planning, no matter where they are in their life, 18 years of age and older, to really think about what you would want in your life. You were not able to speak for yourself in a medical condition and who you'd want to speak for you. Mm-hmm. Nice. So. I, I can share having that conversation is so important. I have a 90 year old grandfather and I'm the closest to him from a geographic standpoint 
point and, and I'm just able to, to take on, you know, helping him and he's made his wishes known. And, you know, I know exactly what he wants and what his needs are. And so it makes me feel better knowing that. that and then it also makes me feel better that I don't have to have that conversation yeah, that he's that- already taken that step on his own, but it, it does make things a lot easier. Yeah. Um, a gift to the family yeah. is one way to look at Absolutely. it. Yes. Yeah. I think, you know, having that clarity for the family members is, is hugely beneficial. When I was in the ICU, we saw that all the time where family members just had a difficult time because they did not have those advanced directives. They did not have those decisions and they did not know what loved ones wanted. Right. Um, and, and having that directive is, is so valuable. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, for our listeners, you can find us at AdventistHealthcare.com. All of our cancer wellness programs are available because of generous donations from our community. Uh, So you can learn more about our programs and what we do at AquilinoCancerCenter.com. And um, we will put all of this information up for our uh, listeners to find maybe information about the around the kitchen table, maybe some more information about Aquilino and some of these other community partners. We'll make that available too. Great. So thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. everyone. Thank you. For our listeners, don't forget to click follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.